It's fine. It's fine. You're fine now. Aren't you? I hope you are. I hope that this isn't like a panic to calm yourself down. I'll listen to the Far Side podcast. I hope you're not in the middle of like a ship that's sinking. And you're like, well, uh, it's important to stay calm at a time like this. I'll just... um, I just stick on the far side pocket. You need to pay attention to whatever the shipmates, the crew, are saying to you. Okay, I, I appreciate it, but but for everybody else who's not sinking on a ship, um, good job. It's fine. You're doing fine. We're having a great time here, all together, all of us. On the far side of the far side, well, welcome to the far side of the far side, um, a place where I discuss the far side, and sometimes I have a guest, and I have a guest, I have a guest, I have a guest, a guest, a very, very, very fine guest. Um, I'm just going to close these curtains. Um, so the, the um, sheet that's hanging up outside the window doesn't distract us anymore with the way it's blowing. Now, my guest is poised, (laughs) never sure when I'm going to bring her in uh, to talk during the podcast. So she's um, she's just waiting now and I'm going to introduce her. Her name is the name that I'm going to (laughs) say. Please welcome to the show while you're at home. Please welcome to the show. Give her a little round of applause, a very calm one. Because it's fine, and her name is Kelly Shatter. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, what a relief to Kelly say hello. Shatter. She is an improviser, a writer, and a director. And anything else? Teacher. Teacher, of course. Oh, I forgot that one too. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. You can't teach much these days. You can teach online, but I don't take to it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that during your classes? <laughs> Ah, I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> have you, have you, no. Um, I have done a few. So you teach improv. I teach improv. I've done a few little let's gather round and share some creative things. Right. But I haven't yeah. done any classes, no. And I actually think I'm finally ready. It's taken me about a year um, to get my head around teaching online. So I think yeah. I will probably start. And then who knows, once I start, I might never stop. Never go back to in person. It's important. I have two things that I need to say from mm-hmm. your lovely introduction, Canton. Might I say, what an introduction that was. <laughs> Very, I feel both calm and giddy, which Good. is my two favourite emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapped up together. Um. So my first thing to say is, you know, you it's... You were intentionally trying to put on a calm voice. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Yes. It is so nice to be told everything's fine and I would like you to leave me a voice note just <laughs> once a week. Well, every day feels like too much, but just once a week, just reminding me that. Yeah, okay. Thank you. What was the... Oh, yes. I was trying to remember what the text thread we were on that people kept posting the same thing and it was uh, people videoing themselves listening to a phone call. Oh, yes. <laughs> And people got uh, incredibly into this and quite calmed by just watching each other listening know, to phone calls. Now, you're almost right, because I wouldn't have got any of that, but it was people 
recording themselves listening to someone as if someone was reading to them on a phone on a phone yes so yes <laughs> i suppose it was a phone call it was a phone but call but why it was so calming was we were imagining them having stories read to them okay that's why i find it calming because there's something i find deeply calming about someone in in live life in live life yeah reading me a story that's why you go around with that stepladder and just poke your head in through <laughs> kids windows while they're having stories read to them isn't it I really appreciate that compliment that I would be tall enough to get to a child's bedroom with a stepladder. <laughs> We're presuming uh, it's the ground floor, though. <laughs> I guess so. Yes. Uh, I guess I was thinking like the stepladder out there, but I suppose still maybe you might have difficulty I can't getting see up it. to the. It's that. It's that small. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, sure, you need a proper ladder. Good to know. What was yes. the second thing? The second you thing to was well. This is why I zoned out there. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to remember. I'm not going to listen to his nonsense anymore. Let's I had. Just get I, to... I started with. I said I would have two points. Um. So you said you said ship something, and it right. sounded like shit something. That's my point, but I can't remember it now. Oh, you can't remember what it was. No. Um, Shipmate. And you thought it was shipmate. shitmate. Yes, that was it. And that just really made me giggle, mostly because I knew I couldn't say anything. <laughs> sure. I mean, those are the those are the times that we giggle the most. Yes, there's something about. Have you found yourself mm. caught in some kind of ceremony or um, watching a play or something? Oh yes, they're my my strongest giggles. Or even on stage. But do you have a specific one? I have a specific one for being on stage, actually, um, in um, Sleeping Beauty. And um, all these humans that were dressed as branches had to pick me up. And someone just forgot their line. And where their line was meant to go, they just went, shit, under their breath. (laughs) So myself and like the six branches who were holding me all started like laughing hysterically. Um, And it was just, yeah, one of those real sweet moments where you know you're not meant to laugh, but it's so good. Yeah, nice. What was that, last year? (laughs) 1995. <laughs> um, it was a long time ago. Still my fondest memory. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. 22. <laughs> I watched a play uh, that a friend of mine was in and he, it was this mad play and anyway, he had this big monologue but he, he threw, he got in, he was wearing like a loincloth kind of nappy affair and then <laughs> dumped all this rubbish rubbish on the stage like bits of newspaper and stuff and then was like running around in a circle <laughs> delivering this monologue and he slipped on a piece of newspaper <laughs> didn't fall over but just like went <laughs> like that and kind of just his gut stuck out and just you know and I like I was just like just that image in my mind of him slipping was then stuck in my mind and uh and yeah, I was like almost bursting out laughing for ages and then for like five minutes. And then he came into the audience and I was like, don't come oh near. No. I'm going to laugh in your face if you, <laughs> if you come so you had that right laugh now. kind of itching to get out. Yeah. Did you, yeah, sure. did you burst it out? No, no, no. Well no, done. No. Um, that's, this guy wasn't covered in paint, was he? No. Okay. Because it did make me think of a show also where I did end up laughing, like crying, laughing the whole way through. It was about six people in the audience and it was a guy 
covered in white paint, wearing a loincloth with a rose in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Dancing. Mm. Um, <laughs> what was that? Mm. I don't know. It was a piece of, you know, fringe. Edinburgh, sorry, it was oh, Edinburgh, fringe. Edinburgh fringe. Yes, oh, yeah. which I know obviously is to be expected. But at the time, I think it was my first Edinburgh fringe. So I didn't, yeah. I wasn't very mature. I didn't know how to handle <laughs> the loincloth. <laughs> uh, yes. So, Kelly, we're here to talk about the far side. Yes. 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 What do you know of the far side? Um, Do you know the far side? Do you know I'm, what they look like? Yes. Yes. Um, Are you a fan? Fan would be too strong. Sure. Um, I know the far side from more from my childhood years. Right. Or teen years. Sure. Um, I think I think we had a book of far side. Nope. Makes sense. Are you saying no? I thought you were shaking your head like, no, that didn't exist. I'm saying why we, not? I think we might have had a book of Farside. There's plenty of books. Yeah. yeah um, in in our study. And I think every now and again, I would kind of, you know, dip in, have a little look. Um, but I I think fan would be too strong. I, I don't think it's it's ever kind of hold, held a huge place in my heart. <laughs> fan would be too strong is somehow even harsher than saying I don't like them. <laughs> Why is it harsher? I don't know. Just <laughs> it just sounds like you're letting me and Gary Larson down in the nicest way that you can, <laughs> rather than just coming out and saying, "Just like, listen, fan would be too strong a word for how I feel about this." Um, but I don't like Gary Larson. Would be a lie, right? Yes. I don't want to lie to you. Yeah. 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 I do I do like the far side. Okay. If I had to come down on like or dislike, it would be yeah. the side of yeah. like. I mean, uh, some of them are funny and some of them are less funny. And, you know, as we're discovering on this show, some of them just don't make any sense <laughs> yeah. in the modern world. You're like, we, I don't know what this means. I And yes, I think listening to this show has reactivated my... Mm. memory of the Have part. you listened to many episodes of this show? No. No. <laughs> it's like, are you an actual... Fan would be, fan? Too, fan would be strong. too strong. A word. But listening to the but first I five like minutes it. of episode one, <laughs> I, I very much I got the I definitely listened to the whole of episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's ten it's, minutes long. Hey, 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 look. <laughs> I have no... I don't listen to podcasts at the moment. It's not... Don't take it personally. Why don't you listen to podcasts at the moment? a great question Canton um, I don't know I think I'm really in a phase more of listening to like motivational talks and stuff like that mm. um, yeah I go through phases Okay. and now having said that the only podcast I have listened to in the last kind of four months would be your other podcast yeah um, so <laughs> still I mean you told me you were a big fan of that and it was going places and then like four <laughs> weeks later you're like I've listened to episode two now and I'm like not, the, not that big a fan no. getting through like yeah. one episode a month of our weekly podcast but again like when you think about it you're the only podcast I'm consuming so it's yeah. actually yeah it's this is your compliment this is this is all I'm getting this is your, this is your bring you down like the um, Look what's after happening is to bring you down after all that motivational stuff. Yeah, I have like, to get okay. back to reality. Yeah, um, yeah. 
have a giggle. A lot of that motion, uh, emotional, a lot of that motivational stuff is very sincere. How many? How much of that stuff can you listen to? Too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then just music. I find. Um, I find I have a very short attention span. I think. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I don't like to listen to podcasts if I can't give it my proper focus. Right. So back to the far side, <laughs> giving proper focus. Um, yeah. Have you ever worked in an office where people had like the far side stuck up and stuff like that? Have you ever been tempted to like, oh, I'll stick this one in my fridge or? Um, well, this I'm going to take this question in two folds. Fold one, definitely. I remember working somewhere where it was a calendar, far, a far side calendar. Oh, and I, re- you were saying. I remember working in a car in a far side calendar factory. <laughs> Imagine if I did, and I only yeah. bringing it up now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No experience with far side whatsoever, except <laughs> yeah, yeah. that calendar yeah, factory. Yeah, I, I worked, worked in. for Gary Larson as his personal secretary for. Yeah, yeah. Years. I babysat his children yeah, for a ten. Couldn't say that I'm a fan. fan. No, no, probably not. Probably um, turn you away from being a fan to to know the the master so well <laughs> um, but yes I didn't love the job at the time the office job and actually it was like a a, a beacon of light every morning I go in and see the new ca- uh, a new cartoon change over oh there's one every day yeah. wow there you go yeah so that is a, Jesus oh I've much, consumed a lot Jesus pretty much <laughs> saved your life yeah it was huge wait what was the job I was a receptionist okay yeah yeah it was it wasn't a bad job. It just wasn't you know wasn't a job that was for me. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Well, we are going to take a look at uh, the this today's uh, Far Side cartoon. Exciting. If you're following along at home, it's from uh, the second of December, Wednesday twentieth, twenty twenty. None of that made sense. But listen, now the problem here, Kelly, is that. <laughs> I don't have the cartoon. Oh, come on, load up. I mean, here I am, super prepared with mine on my phone, I, ready to go. Where was uh, your preparation, episodes, Canton? Uh, people have, um, I've have had to squint at the thing from from over where you're sitting, and uh, and can't see it. So we're just kind of figuring out piece by piece. Now I'm. Um, being on sure, it's all to... part of the fun, huh? Yeah. So this time I said, why don't you load it up beforehand? Oh no, what have I done? Um, and then, and then we can uh, we can both look at it. But now what's happened is that my page hasn't loaded up because the Wi-Fi is spotty out here. Now someone's got egg on their face. Maybe it's just a blank one this week. No, it's not. Maybe, I have an image. Um, Well, I'm going to just use this. No, I I actually just want to use this this moment to say because Canton told me to to load it on my phone and I haven't been allowed look. I now have this excitement built up to look at this cartoon, (laughs) and it really is amazing human nature. You know, you you restrict anything, and then no matter what it is, it makes us want that thing that's been restricted. Hmm. I wonder. How that could? How is that a motiva- motivational talk? Um, how could that help us ooh, in our life? 
Okay, I've got the page here now. You don't need to answer. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) So. I think we have different ones, Canton. (laughs) What are you talking about? Are you looking at this? No. Oh, yes. Yes. We have the same one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first thing, what's the first thing that you see there? I see a strangely shaped train. Okay, well, I think the train looks fairly normally (laughs) shaped. No? To me, it looks like it's got a very kind of pointy nose. Yeah, okay. It's it's well, it's a diesel train, I guess. I would also say that um, the wheels are hidden. The wheels are hidden underneath. Yeah. But it seems like a train that has very small wheels. <laughs> it it doesn't have. Uh, well, I mean, trains kind well. Don't you usually, I feel like the I train... A steam train, yeah, steam engine. I'm used to seeing trains where I can see the wheel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how big wheels are on a diesel train. That's a good point. Um, yes, the the wheels are covered. And that's the most important thing about this cartoon. <laughs> is that this really is, tells That's us the joke, lot. probably. <laughs> now, uh, yes, it is it is a weird train in that... Um, there's not much space for the engine there, as in the train driver is at the front, and then we can see everybody. Everybody's kind of stuffed in at the back, uh, in the same carriage as the driver. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I see. I see everyone separate in a separate at the window. Yes, How there are that? separate windows, but they're not in a separate carriage. Like usually, oh. the, the engine's an actual separate carriage, but this one not so. Yes, that's very true. You can actually see that the carriage is split, but everyone that's in the train is in the first carriage. Yes, well, we yeah, we can't see. You, you can if you zoom in. Fourth person back. I mean, not including the driver. Wait, well, maybe maybe we're going to get to this, but there's. There's birds sitting there. <laughs> like in the second row and the fourth row, they're they're not people, they're birds. They're birds. And I would like to say I I'm very much seeing a fancy dog in a fur jacket and a Santa hat. Now I'm I'm le- I'm taking a leap with the well, Santa hat. I can't hat. see that at all. <laughs> you know the first the first compartment. The first window. I'm seeing a very upper class dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't looks like a person to me. Okay. But this is right. interesting that even with it on the phone it's still hard to to read. Um okay, so what's above the train? Above the train to the left is some trousers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I tried to say trees and the word trousers came out. Some um some trees some mountains. Yeah. That's not really above. He it's asked not really above. above. The sun. The sun is above. The sun and there's birds. To the right. Yes. Flying in a V formation, mm-hmm. but also kind of in the wrong direction in the V formation. I don't think it's very well drawn. Yes, they're going out you. of the of the image. They're flying towards us, but the V looks like they're flying right. Would you say that? Yes, I would. Yes, because generally those bird, the bird formation, they would fly in the direction of the of leader. The yes. yes. But this way, it looks like they're all just flying. No one's the leader. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Um, have you seen any good flocks of birds flying away recently? The I birds see some, are fleeing now. I see some lovely. I see some lovely flocks in Bushy Park. Yeah, mm. birds really like to flock around there. Oh yeah, but I've seen quite a few V's flying away from us. In the past few days. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Tell birds me more. Are, well, the birds are migrating, but they're doing it now. When you say flying away from us, though, that makes it sound like you and Luke are out doing your podcast or something and they just <laughs> flock off. Flying away from humanity. Um, where did I see them last time? I guess I think I was waiting for somebody. And uh, yeah, there was a huge amount of birds to the point that some kids were passing. I was like, hey, kids. I didn't say anything, <laughs> but I was like, hey, kids, look at, look at the amount of those birds. Uh... They're really... Wait, did you or didn't you? I didn't say anything. But you wanted to. But yeah, I was like, if those kids don't notice those, that amount of birds, somebody's got to so, point it out to them. Did they? Yeah, they did. Oh, their, good. their parent uh, was like, hey, look at the birds. That's a, that's a really good way of saying there's a significant amount. Yeah. Birds. Like if, kid, if a kid's bothered to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you judge everything. That's quantity surveyors. That's what they do. Would you bother showing this to a child? <laughs> okay, so the, the train is coming around a bend. And um, what's ahead of the train? Well. Yeah. Disaster. Because the train tracks are broken. They are folded. Yeah. They're bandy. They're not necessarily broken. I mean, they're not in good state of repair, but they're bumps. They're, There's bumps. In they the look train. like a mini version of a um, snapped. Exactly. Like yeah. think of think of um, a roller coaster. Yes. But tiny. But tiny. <laughs> a roller coaster, but tiny. And um, what does it say below the image? Oh right, here we go. Seems to be like the train driver is talking. Yes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Engineer Matthews here. Better take your seats and put them drinks down. Because around this corner, we always hit some pretty bad traculants. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Now, how do you feel about that um, punchline there, Kelly? I do love a good pun. Oh. I mean, it's Is that a good terrible. pun? <laughs> <laughs> but I think for me, it's one of those full circle ones. It's so bad, it's funny. Really? I think because because of the... we spent the last five minutes chatting about it about the image I feel like again we you know we held off and then it was that kind of satisfaction of how ridiculous the, the actual joke mm-hmm. is I think if I was just to read that I'd I'd give it like a very mild inner eye roll and that's all I would get <laughs> inner eye roll yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you wouldn't go to the effort of actually rolling your eyes you're no. like no one's around to see this I'm just going to inner yeah, eye roll it would just be the the essence of an eye roll yeah um, what do you think of a canton? Mm, I mean, again, it's built upon not a very good pun, <laughs> which quite a lot of Larson's work is. And you don't then, love a pun. I mean, in a way, all jokes are puns. Tell me more. Tell me a joke. A man walked into a bar ouch. Shit, I mean, that was such an obvious example. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously a pun. But in a way... You know, jokes rely on wordplay, or you know, I'm I'm constantly. Even if it's a, if it's a character, you, you have to phrase things in the right way to get the the joke across, the gag across. Even a physical joke is in a way a physical. I was pun. just about to say, what about physical comedy? Yeah, it's like so a, if someone's it's a like it could be. Well, give me yeah, give me the example. Okay. Um, for some very kind of slapstick comedy, mm-hmm. uh, someone is walking along mm-hmm. in, and they're in the Western world. <laughs> no, sorry. They're in the Wild West. Yeah. And it's one of those double doors and they're angry 
and they're coming to give out to someone and then the second of the two doors closes and then they whack into it. Comedy. The second of the two the doors. The bottom of the two doors. <laughs> the bottom of the two doors. Oh, it's it's one of those upstairs, downstairs yeah, 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 things. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I I mean, it's kind of a play on how those doors open. How is that a pun, though? Well, a pun as in, (laughs) uh, like a pun is these two um, sound alike. And so to put one in the wrong place uh, is creating the comedy. And therefore you're, the doors were... Expe- so uh, a man walks into a bar, he goes, ouch. Yeah, but I'm asking about these swing doors. And I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Angry guy goes through the door, yeah. slams open the door. That's what we're expecting. Yes. But the door swings back because it's one of those double doors. Yeah, but that feels like more the argument is all comedy is kind of subverting of expectation. Yeah, which, <laughs> which you know, you know, that's what. Which, in a way, is a pun. <laughs> yes, I mean that's what a pun is doing, and so uh, I guess I'm mapping the you know visual pun. I like accounts. I'm going to use that from now on. Yeah, you know, all comedy is really a pun. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm sold. <laughs> uh, what is his name? John Cleese mm. has three rules of comedy: no puns, no puns, no puns. Great. But then go and watch Naked Gun and you're like, John Cleese, you're an idiot. This is hilarious. Or watch Aeroplane. Don't Call Me Shirley is one of my favourite. Sure. Exactly. There's so many puns and so many visual puns and all that kind of stuff in there. But anyway, the point is, so (laughs) I'm not saying that I dislike puns, but if a pun is intentionally bad, uh, I don't need that. An intentionally bad joke. That's it. All right. Well, now I understand you on a deeper level. Sometimes <laughs> people will deliver puns in a way of like, A. Yes. And you're like. Which really feels like what this is. Pretty bad. Traculence feels very A. Yeah. Traculence. I mean, that doesn't sound like turbulence. It's not close enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a far So how did we come up with side. this? I Here's, guess it's, it's, it is actually a situational pun as in what if. Rather than taking, rather than just taking the word track and putting it in instead of turb, which don't, which doesn't sound the same, it's like okay, what if you had plane turbulence on a on a train? How would that? Mm-hmm. What would that look like? Or how would that be? You know, you asked how did he come up with it. I think he probably had a bit of a bumpy train ride, and he then started chuckling away to himself. And called truculence. Yeah, yeah. It also sounds like truculence. It does. Which. Uh, it's kind of getting in the way a little bit. I mean, not. I don't think it's getting on. I don't think it's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, what this podcast is about: it's diagnosing the problem with this. Now, but what often you get with the Gary Larson cartoon is like, uh, the joke, you know, is mm-hmm. okay, but actually the character piece is a lot more funny and interesting yeah but we don't really get a lot of characters in here no. apart from the posh dog like and the, the two birds dog. I really oh oh no oh no a realisation that this fur I thought the posh dog was in I think is just a spotted jacket yeah alright well I also really like this moustached bird the moustache <laughs> bird I don't know if I can see a moustache um, bird third one down 
Yeah, I mean, that's a person, definitely. Oh, right. Yeah, he is, he does have a kind of a long sh- sh- schnoz. Um, and then it's like he decided to just stop giving characters to the last four. They're very... Um, yeah, they're very small. The, those birds. <laughs> uh, on closer inspection, I can see that um, number... Passenger two is actually that... What looks like wings is actually a jacket. They are actually people. Uh, with it's like jacket with the collar sticking up, and then nose and eyes. But those noses are beaks. <laughs> well, I mean, most Gary Larson noses are kind of beaks. That's fair. That is fair. That's his style. Um, I have nineteen percent battery left. Just to let you know. Also, can we read some comments? Oh yeah, we can. Great. It's pretty boring. Usually, oh, they're just people making their own jokes. And uh, the jokes are terrible. But, like, let's do it. Yes. Okay. Do you want to read the first one? Can you read Yes, them? I'll read the first one. Everybody do the loco motion with me. Yeah, I see. This okay. is the problem here. <laughs> and. Okay. The case of the truculent tracks. So, Earthbound Misfit got in a double there. Thought of two uh, other puns. Pretty smart, Earthbound Misfit. Pretty smart. <laughs> well, then, this is Z. Exxon. Well Z-Zenon, then. Zenon, I Zenon, would say. sorry, yeah. I, I never know with my exes. Well then, probably a good idea to slow down from 80, at least for that sharp corner. Would it help to take the time to put on your elliptical wheels? Mm. Now, I don't know what the, the slow down from 80 thing is about. Z-Zenon, I mean, that just seems like practical advice. I don't know what. Yeah, he's just actually concerned for the train. But <laughs> elliptical just... wheels is interesting. Um, remind me what an elliptical wheel is. An oval. You know what an oval is? I know what an oval is. So an ellipse is pretty much an oval. Right. But like what's... So... What happens if when you we put had, on these oval wheels? If you had elliptical wheels, that then they would match... The shape. The shape of the tracks. This, and so you wouldn't feel the... Mm, um, this to me feels very kind of solution-based. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, again, that that's worthy, though, of a Larson pun is like... Let's stick on the elliptical wheels and then you could see them riding across the tracks perfectly well on elliptical wheels. That's true. Kathleen Hicks. Kathleen Hicks. Re- proper name. <laughs> She's she wants everybody she wants else to know who she is. Yeah, he's putting on uh, fake names like Zen on, but uh, Kathleen Hicks. And it's surprising because her material does not warrant everyone to know. No. Hang on, it'll be a bumpy ride. <laughs> and then two hyphens after that. Yeah, I mean, true, Kathleen. You know, no one's yeah. going to deny that. that but, uh, but then I'm, you know, now that, helpful. now that you told me people tend to add humor, I'm expecting that. But maybe she's just genuinely she's just, concerned for some them. Some people <laughs> feel like just commenting all the time. You know, do you comment on things? Never. But you might comment on something if it was a friend's post. When I say never, I mean never to strangers. Yeah, never um, to strangers. I did once comment to the dating coach Paul Brunson <laughs> okay <laughs> who has millions of followers and he directly replied to me which oh. was so lovely but I felt embarrassed I felt really I I replied on an Instagram message and it wasn't on an Instagram it was a story so it was going directly to his stories or whatever and I felt mortified <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know yeah, I n- never reply to people on Twitter. Even a friend of mine posted something the other day and I was like, 
will I respond to this? Or is he already making the same joke that I was going to make? <laughs> it was something about star signs. And so I wanted to just tell him that he was an idiot. But then I was like, oh, I'll look like an idiot if he's already making a joke that he's an idiot. And did you not know by what he had said? It was like... I just wanted to tell him he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, in a fun way. <laughs> yes, of course. Like if it was face to face, I would have told him. It was something about... Star signs are my uh, like um, ENFJ. What's that stuff called? Oh yeah, yeah, Miles Br- Meyer Briggs. Meyer Briggs. It might not. I don't think it was Myers Briggs, but it was something like that. Star signs are my Myers Briggs. Sounds like he was like probably that. trying to make he a joke. Be, <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, I wanted to just. You know, telling that he was an idiot, but uh, I still didn't. And yeah, like a famous person. God, I never replied no. to them. No, I know. And, and some people do, and they just fire them off and was like delighted with themselves. Yeah, I wish I was a bit more kind of free I and easy actually, when it comes to my online I sent a message persona. to uh, a podcast that I listened to, but the hosts of it on Twitter, because I felt like it was a really relevant point. <laughs> Uh, but they didn't respond or anything. Or see it, probably. Maybe didn't oh, see did it. Oh, I did once message. <laughs> I saw that someone followed me. It was probably just a robot or something. <laughs> yeah. And they had millions of followers. So I sent them a message being like, Hi, uh, how did you come across me? <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I did it, I was like, that's the most embarrassing thing. I've yeah. Done. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I just want to go down to... Torbjorn Larson because yeah. he or she seems to po- uh, comment on every single post. So. Oh, really? Torbjorn always gets in there. Now, what is Tor? I well, mean, is Torbjorn, Torbjorn um, a relative? Of, <laughs> Gary. of Gary. Oh, that's a good point. She could be probably the mother. <laughs> it could be the mother. I don't think Gary Larson spells his name like that. He's a 1S kind of guy. Okay, yeah. But still, could be related some, uh, somehow. At low height, it must be due to express streams. What? I mean, what does that even mean, Torbjorn? Just gibberish. Uh, What are Torbjorn's comments usually like? Are they usually... I have no idea. I can't remember, but they're all bullshit. Oh, everybody's comments are bullshit. I'm sorry, I just was trying to see if I could find any more information about Torbjorn here. Yeah. Uh, Steve Scheel says the first thing I thought of when I saw this panel was Sherman's neckties and Z Zenon says that's excellent <laughs> but I don't know what that means <laughs> what is Sherman's neckties uh, none of those characters are wearing neckties they don't mean that do they oh Ooh. oh we just we, <laughs> <laughs> I think we both this? find very different things at the same time I read David Oh, Weenstock. That's outside the train and flatulence inside. What? I know. Sherman's <laughs> <laughs> uh, neckties uh, appear to be, I just binged this, like girders wrapped around pieces of wood. And I don't know why that's a thing, but apparently that's what a Sherman's necktie is. Wow. Any, Look yeah. at this. So I'm learning so much. Yeah. But what's this got to do with the cartoon? 
I don't know. I guess because the the girders are train tracks or gir- kind of girders, so um, they're they're bumpy, so they're like Sherman's neckties. And Z Zanon is delighted with the reference, <laughs> but I didn't get it. Um, oh, hold on. Let's just go through this exchange. David Weinstock. Oh yes, that's outside the tra- oh, and flatulence inside. Mm-hmm. That's outside the train and flatulence inside. And then High Pocket says, damn, beat me to it. Just hold your nose and bear it, says Torbjorn. I've been doing Question that. Question mark. F- I've been doing that for four years, says High Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, it made us both laugh, so. <laughs> I mean, in confusion. Is that a reference to something else or just a reference to the cartoon? Maybe. Maybe he was beside his wife as he was texting, as he was replying. And he was like, look what I'm putting in. The old farter here. Yeah, maybe. She always farts in the train. Um, Well, Kelly, now what we're going to do is um, we're not, we don't have that long to do it. Okay. We're going to take like five or 10 minutes now and figure out what a film based on this cartoon would be. Excellent. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what's kind of the plot of the film? Um, Is it all just about traculence? No. No. Uh, but I think I I think the protagonist mm-hmm. has taken a train. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an urgent matter. And instead of flying, which would take five hours, yeah. they've taken a train, which is going to take weeks. Yes. <laughs> now, I don't know quite know how that measures up, but it's taking much longer. It's very urgent, but they're afraid of flying. Yeah. And then suddenly this track has Traculance. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I mean, straight off, I think the film should be called Traculance. Yeah. Because it sounds like something and then you're like, that doesn't really work. <laughs> Definitely. You'd have to re- really fight to get it yeah. made, but we will. We'll put up the fight. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Of- I'm also just thinking of a, trying to make a, a film out of Turbulence and Turbo, and the name Lance. Oh, that's nice. So we're leaving the image behind. <laughs> no, no, that's just something else. That's a, that's the that's the, the sequel project. to. Tri- oh, maybe Lance is our protagonist in this yes, film. I think that's. And great. the sequel will be, sequel will be called Turbo Lance, <laughs> where he actually takes a plane this time. That's great, and yeah. it's just it's a very short film. And it's this, and the problems that you would have on a train, he now has on a plane. There is a problem with the signals. Uh, there's leaves on the track. Oh, um, great. Yeah. Um, there's leaves in the sky. The toilets smell like pee. <laughs> toilets smell like piss. Uh, yeah. So that's the sequel anyway. But uh, Traculance, Lance is traveling across the country. And what the, is this urgent thing that he's going for? Yes. that's, And he's afraid to fly. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, wedding. Wedding, yeah. His own wedding. His own wedding. Yeah. Or he's trying to stop a wedding. Oh, that's better. Yes. He's trying to stop his own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if what if he's trying to stop a wedding and it's his ex-girlfriend and they broke up because she just got too pissed off with him never taking a flight? Mm, but he's still not going to take a flight to get her back. No. Oof. I mean, Lance, you're (laughs) 
straight away you're not uh, you're not doing great. Well, he's deathly afraid of yeah. flying. Oh, he's got to prove that the train is the way to go. Yeah. And so he's going to take a train uh, to her and, yeah, maybe it's long distance, right? Yes. He's afraid of flying and the train would take a week, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> she lives in Siberia. He lives in... Um, Iceland. Yes. No, he lives South Africa. Great. I think that's the furthest you could go on a single train. It's from South Africa all the way up through the Middle East up to Siberia. Perfect. Right? So, so he's afraid of, they've do, been doing this thing long distance for years mm-hmm. and she eventually got sick of it. She's like, why don't you fly? She flies over to him, but he never flies to her. So he's like, okay, I've got to get there, but I can't fly. So I'm going to take the train for weeks. Wait, are they, are they broken up? Is she about to marry someone else? Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I cre- she quickly decides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she finds them very fast. <laughs> them very fast. <laughs> she was just ready for that next stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so... Yes, you would assume, this is where we kind of play with expectations, you would assume that he gets the flight. Yes. You know, and that proves his love for her. No, no, he's going to be like, we can make this work. I'll just take a two-week-long train and it'll be fine. And he's determined to, like, bring her on this train journey Mm. to show her how... Wait, she's going on the train journey? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, this isn't going to happen. She's having her wedding, you know, but in his mind, she's in Siberia. He's like, if I can just get her to do the journey, she'll see how, you know, how relaxing it is. Yeah, so he wants to go there, take two weeks to go there and then straight straight away... Straight away. uh, ...bring her back on the train. Yeah, but actually, I mean, it sounds kind of outlandish, but he knows in his heart that, you know, she actually loves him and she's you know, she's texted him a little bit about this mm. new guy and he sounds yeah, like a yeah. bit of a dweeb. <laughs> yeah. She she says like, listen, I would if I could, but we just can't make this work, so I'm going to go for this Yeah, dweeb. like I prefer you. Roger dweeb. <laughs> uh, you know, I want to get married and so this is the guy I'm going to What gonna am I going to do? I'm dweeb is around. For this guy. This guy uh, works in aviation. Yes, uh, he cleans the parts. <laughs> he cleans the parts. Yeah. No one's sure what that means, but, <laughs> but he's very fastidious about it. Uh, but one thing's for sure, he's not afraid of flying. Not and really, that was her only, that was really her only yeah. um, prerequisite he, in this new relationship. Yeah, he lives, he's from Alaska, so he flies over to visit her all the time. Yeah, she she cannot seem to find a man in no. Siberia. Siberia, there's no man. <laughs> So, anyway, but on the train, he runs into Traculance. Yeah, and he's never experienced this before. I suppose it's all, yeah, all the problems that could go wrong in a train are are the metaphorical Traculance. Oh, yes. It's not just... It's not just bumpy tracks. No, there's like a, a hold-up. Yeah. Um, train goes the wrong way. Yes. Um, There's the... Oh, someone throws... No, that's a bit dark. Never mind. Yeah, somebody throws somebody onto the tracks. I was going to say the the uh, train signals problem. Do you know that moral dilemma? Oh, yes. Great. So that happens <laughs> where he has to decide to kill one guy or several guys. Or save guys. someone that he loves. Isn't that it? Mm, no. I don't, I don't think that's involved. Isn't it There's, kill one... Oh, sorry. It's kill one or kill a few. Yeah. But someone... The okay. train is heading towards 
five people, but you can switch it so it heads to just towards one. Oh, yes, but you're actively. You, you're actively. Yes. That's should it. you do it? Otherwise, you could just leave it. Yes. And what he does in this case is he leaves it. He leaves it. Because those workmen shouldn't have been there. Uh, this has always been my problem with this, that you're supposed to say, yeah, I would I would choose to kill one person over. But they shouldn't. Listen, the guy who's working on the track that's not being used, he's in the right. Yeah. And Lance, Lance knows a lot about track safety. Yeah. <laughs> also, five guys have a better chance of seeing the train coming. The yep. one guy has less chance. He screams danger he in their direction. danger, yeah, from behind the train, <laughs> on the train. Obviously, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. The sound of a train wouldn't alarm them, but uh, the sound of him screaming danger, yeah, it does. He, look, it's, he, it was look. A, a last-ditch effort. Yes, yes. Anyway, he didn't want the blood on his hands. There's a lot, a lot of traculence on this journey yeah. to, to this woman. Yes. But when he finally gets to her... Mm-hmm. He <laughs> he uh, he convinces her to marry him instead, and they go on a cruise. And it's smooth sailing. <laughs> smooth sailing. Okay, so we've got Traculance. Who's going to star in Traculance? Who's Lance? Who's Lance? Um, Who's, what's her name? Oh my God, we're so bad. Svetlana. We didn't give her a name. We gave all the all the men names. Roger Dweeb. Roger Dweeb. Lance, what's what's his surname? Lance Barshkin. Lance Barshkin. Um, and, and Cynthia Songheim. Cynthia Songheim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. So she's always faced this problem of people thinking <laughs> she made up her name on the spot. <laughs> like it sounds like a terrible. She's really she's been badly bullied her whole life yeah. because of it, and it's probably one of the reasons why she keeps on going for men who are physically distant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So who's playing Lance? How old is Lance? Um, Lance is. I'm going to say late thirties. Great. That was kind of what I was thinking. As in, you know, you should have got it together by now, Lance. Yeah. Uh, what's his, um, what's the guy who's in the, he's one of the guys in the American office and he's the real nerdy guy in the American office. I think he should play Lance. The real nerdy guy? Yeah, he's a comedian. He does loads of. Oh, okay. He's playing the character of a really nerdy guy. Although that might be Roger. I don't, can you correspond it to one of the characters in the original office? Yes. Gareth. Oh, Gareth. Yes. Rain Wilson. Yes. Does, okay. What do you think for Lance? Sure. I'll take it. I'm not a big fan of Rain Wilson, but... Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I was... I panicked. I couldn't think it would fit. <laughs> <laughs> you panicked and said Rain Wilson. Uh, Rain Wilson. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Having seen somebody already play the part, you know, that's my problem with the American Office through and through is like, oh, this feels like a weird cover version. I don't think he's as good at at playing that part. I just as, see it as a different world. I guess I so. I think otherwise, yeah, it's just I think um, ooh, Mackenzie Crook is just better. Oh, for sure. He's amazing. Let's let's cast Mackenzie Crook. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, know, sure. let's do it. I let's could totally it. buy him being terrified of flying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh. 
Mackenzie Crook as Lance Shubidoo. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Shubidoo. Rain Wilson as Roger Dweeb. Great. <laughs> now we see. Now we see. Now it. it's a tete a tete, the face off <laughs> of Crook against Wilson. Uh, we, and need, then we need Cynthia, Cynthia. Songheim. Um, ooh. Cynthia. Hmm. Maybe. I think she's a bit of a badass. Oh, okay. Yeah. She doesn't appear to be. In what way? She's <laughs> settling for these two idiots. <laughs> she's mean. a badass in every other walk of life. Yeah, okay. Um. Well, I can't think of anyone. I will say, listen, just, well, let's take Merritt Weaver. I don't know who that is. She uh, was in Nurse Jackie. Oh, yes. Do you know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of want someone that I know. Well, no, I wasn't able to come up with the goods, though. So. <laughs> well, you can choose somebody else. Yeah, I know. I just can't. Um... Mm... Oh, this is massively miscast, but it's just who I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the kids in Bob's Burgers, and <laughs> she's in Flight of the Concords. Oh, um, Ter- it's it's casting against type. Terrible for this role. Kristen Shaw. Yeah, she's wonderful. She's yeah, Kristen Shaw. Let's do it. I think she'd really, you know, make yeah, something where think, where we're I lacking in story. Great. She'd make up for it. In no, no. Comedic skills so, and acting. Uh, Mackenzie Crook, Kristen Shaw, and Rain Wilson in Traculance. What is the tagline for the film? It's time to get back on track. Yeah. <laughs> you want to just want to end the podcast? No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I just think it, you know, simple's good. It's yeah. something like, um, it's going to be a bumpier ride than he thought. <laughs> uh, um, is this an expression about long train, fast train to nowhere? No. He long who waits. Train, he who waits. <laughs> That would be more of a, a mystery tagline. Something's <laughs> there's something up the track. Uh, yeah, well, one of them. A bump along the way. A bump along the way. That <laughs> That's a film like already about a baby. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's about pregnancy. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, whatever whatever we said before, those are good. Your first one about track, it's why I said yes. <laughs> yeah, I can't what <laughs> it was, was so catchy. Time to get things back on track. Tracculates. Uh, well, that's great. I look forward to that. Um, Kelly, thanks for being on the show. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Would you like to plug anything? Um, I may be doing some teaching courses yeah. on Stoke soon. So, stokeimprov.com. You can put your name through in the contact section and I will keep you updated on upcoming courses. Mm-hmm. Good. I think that's about it for now. That's about <laughs> in it. In terms of what to plug, yeah. Okay, fair play. Mm. Um, well, until next time, I will see you back here on the far side. Thank you, Kat. <laughs> of the far side. Thank you.